Once again to Kayfabe or Die, I am the Giz, and joining me as always is my partner in crime, Johnny Danger Diddley. What's up, biznitches? Well, what is up is the fact that what is wrong with Raw Smackdown? It's oh madness. My gods. Oh it's my god. We're trying to get uh, like It's also up. officially uh, T minus 22 days to double or nothing. Uh, okay. Just thought I'd let everyone know. Let that excitement settle in. Fair enough. Anyway, um, unfortunately, there is absolutely zero excitement for money in the bank because, to be perfectly honest, it's just. Uh, Boring. They're, they're trying to hide. Oh my God! We're not really going to get into the matches on Raw and SmackDown this week, to be because, to be perfectly honest, we kind of half forget them because they were just so goddamn humdrum. Viking Raiders stood out for me, and that was about because they killed Lucha Underground or Lucha Party. Lucha, all all three members of Lucha House Party, who, to be fair, tried to get in a sneaky quick attack before before, and you know, well, that was that was a, a rebuttal to last week where the lads they just, just steamrolled them from behind. Smash them to death. You die now, puny Mexicans. Bar one of them who's actually quite large, but the other two, squashy, squashy. The, the, it's still... Mm, once again, um, I think it's hilarious that during the middle of their destruction of Lucha House Party, Graves manages to coin a better tag team name than they actually have. Sons of Odin. Oh my God, yeah. that would be awesome. That could be cool. You could say people were so dead. I'd say Vince was just headbutting the uh, gorilla oh, position. Why didn't I think that one before? Son of a crap, 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 crap. That's gold. <laughs> we can't use it. But uh, yeah, Corey Graves is teasing changing locations as well. I think I, 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 I think that's all BS. Yeah. Who cares? I do think it's all BS. To be honest, I don't know. It's like the Booker T thing. That was not BS. That I know, was... but that's the thing. <laughs> or 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 was it? We don't uh, know anymore. I am fully convinced that, that was a thing and then management stepped in and went, now, now, Booker, don't kill him. Here, do this and tell everyone you were kidding, please. Batista, just drop it, Graves. Drop it before he drops you in a grave. Corey. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, um, apart from, like we said, Viking Raiders. Oh dear, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> apart from Vi Viking Raiders destroying Lucha House Party, there wasn't really, I mean... We, got, we, had, we, we had Ricochet and Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre. Yeah, because, because Ricochet is now filling in for Baron, for Finn Balor in that whole thing. We need a little guy the other three guys can toss around. And Finn's gone to SmackDown. Oh, by the way, you're all in Money in the Bank. Again. Mm. Has McIntyre been in Money in the Bank before? No. Are you sure? I don't know. It, not since he's call up. Yeah. Okay. Fair I'll enough. I'll put so. it that way. Yeah, I okay. can't. I can't remember when he was uh, on main roster to... before. Mm, yeah. All right. You probably, I, I won't lie to you. Probably was because he was a pretty main player for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So. But anyway, yeah. It's like kind of you're you're looking at their selection, going Re really, really, really. This is who. We're... Well, it's like a, a money in the bank is a ladder match essentially. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. They uh, bar ricochet. They picked three men that are indescribably the best examples of how gravity works in the entire of WWE. Big shit doesn't fly through the air good. It's not just that. <laughs> they have, WWE have, have basically said, we want to actually make money in the bank. We want the winner to actually mean something That's this year. That's going to be Baron Corbin. <laughs> the four lads that they're after booking for Raw, apart from Ricochet, <laughs> if you want it to actually mean something, you give it to guys that are only after coming up so that we're not seeing the same goddamn fracking match again. Do you think they'll let Ricochet win it? I don't know. You see... God, I hope so. No, I actually think I, I know who's going to win it and it's going from... <laughs> nope, coming from the SmackDown side of things, but we'll get into that in a while. Oh, I forgot about them. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Like, we'll we'll get to okay. that. In a, in so a those bit. four gravity defying, well, one gravity defying people and three large pieces of meat. Yeah, yeah. Then those four pieces of meat all wrestled each other. 
Yeah, it's just Then the two big pieces of meat that usually work together. Split. Split. Hopefully. Hope. God willing. Hopefully. That was the only ray of fracking sunshine out of the entire affair. Finally. I've never been so happy with a basic right hook in my life as that right hook. Finally, maybe they're done. Yeah, it's like, why are they breaking up on Disputed Era? And why are they keeping you together? This makes no sense to me. I don't know. Whatsoever. I don't know. Whatsoever. Um, the other we had two moments of blisses. I was going to say the other side of the, the women's money in the bank coin. Yeah. Because she was the one that announced the... Yeah, there was a moment of bliss to announce the, the, the men peoples that were entering. And, and then, then there was, there was another moment, moment of, bliss. of bliss. And you could tell it was two different moments of blisses because one was in the ring and the other was on... Ooh, excuse me. One was on the stage. Yeah. Where she proceeded to bring out Natalia... Um, Naomi. Naomi and... Dana Brooke, there we go. Mm. I her name there for a second. Four other people I couldn't give up. Well, uh, three before announcing that she herself was going to be the fourth and then getting into a ridiculous match with Naomi whereby the entire premise she was She lost due to her and not having shoes on. She was wearing the wrong shoes. She was wearing the wrong shoes. I, I thought she, I, she'd just take the damn to, things off to be I, perfectly fucking honest. I, well, if you watch SmackDown, uh, she should have just kept them on because Charlotte Flair put a, a high heel basically through... Becky Lynch's face. Yes, a high heel of boots that weren't coming off with laces that didn't want to stay tied for some God's unknown reason. I don't know. Madness. Even, I thought it was I, serious. It was Even Renee madness. is on the sideline going, just put a double knot in them for God's sake. <laughs> double knot. Just wrestle in your bare feet. Do yes. you remember Ruru initially? Ruru yes. didn't do shoes. Yes. Admittedly, you have tiny delectable feet, but I'm sure you could kick them square and oh, somebody's throat. Oh, you're a foot throat. guy, are you? No, not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily. What a non-clarifying answer. <laughs> hey, I'm an open-minded guy. We don't mind sucking on toes. <laughs> anyway, moving swiftly along. So yeah, like once again, it's it's not the best lineup for for the the women's side of the money. But then again, who else did they have to choose from for the the women's money in the bank side of things and the women's raw roster that isn't uh, in the tag team? Lacey Evans. Oh, no, she couldn't because she's got a match. Yeah. So, um, we, hmm. we did have Becky come out and Lacey you see, and it's Becky hard to tell. Scrap, but. It's hard to tell due to the fact that um, the brand split roster shift still seems to be happening depending on the day. So, yeah. I, I, it's actually hard to say who else could they choose from because I actually don't know who's on what brand anymore. I'm trying to Selena think. Selena Vega would have made a lot of sense, but she's after getting... Is she show, on SmackDown She's gone back to SmackDown yeah, now with thinking. Andrade. Yeah. So, and for some reason, they don't let her wrestle on the main roster. They... Occasionally. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Last match I saw her in was World's Clyde. Yeah, actually. And it was that's, bloody brilliant. That's what I was thinking of. She went in against Piper Bloody Nevin. brilliant. She got murdered by Piper Nevin. She but did. She gave she did. as good as she got. Yes, she did. It was bloody... Like, because ordinarily she's like, oh, I hide under the ring and run away. No, she actually was diving knees... It was like a little mini Lady Andrade. I think we're going to have to do like a World's Collide special. Thing, we can do a World's Collide special. Yeah, because, mm, yeah. Um, for anyone that hasn't seen it, basically for the last few weeks, World's Collide has been having NXT, it could be NXT for, UK. It could be four mini show specials that are all one larger show, or it could be a new series. We're not 100% sure what's yeah, going on yeah, at the moment. I'm, I'm fully convinced it was all shot in the one day, but anyway. Um, was there anything else on Raw that was worth noting? Uh, AJ Styles. Oh, there was, there was there was Rey Mysterio versus goddamn Joe. Oh my God! Joe's hands were underneath the rope. He didn't even Joe's need to touch the goddamn rope. Why does he keep getting fucking like? Oh God! Sorry, uh, pardon my language, but can you, and someone explain to me how a man who's been in the wrestling business for so long? I've never seen someone be so susceptible to a sneaky roll up as Joe. He's like a roll up magnet. It's funny because I'm pretty sure... It's like the new equation for loss for Joe. It's like, oh, it's a sneaky roll-up. You do realise, like, I know he's not getting his head kicked in anymore, but it's an actual loss. It's not like someone came in and interfered or anything. It's still a sneaky roll-up. It's like Rey Mysterio. A, I don't know how he's sneaky rolling up, Joe. The weight differential, it just makes no sense whatsoever. Um... If Joe even farted, Ray should just fly off him with the kind of the way he had him pinned up with the legs. And as you mentioned earlier, most importantly, he's under the freaking rope! Yeah. Mm. And even if you don't declare under the rope as uh, as a, a count break... goes up don't, less don't, than which, two way, inches. By the way, rope. By the way, 
by the way, you do declare it as a rope break Thank because you. it's under the freaking rope. Exactly. Just to clarify. But even if you don't, as seems to be the thing here, he could have literally, like, not even reached. I'm triangle talking, choke. Just, just flipped. He could have triangle choked the man completely. He could have just wrapped Move his, his leg. legs around his midsection yeah. and crushed the man to death. Why he, they haven't done that yet? No sense to me. What's going on with Joe? Sorry, I wasn't expecting to get this heated about that. That kind of. We'll blame the wedding. I'm running hot. Um, yeah, I, it just, it, it's, uh, why, I, I don't get why he's We just need to t- book him strong, but we, he can't lose. But he is losing. <laughs> WWE, I don't, I don't know if you understand how this works as a sport entertainment or whatever you want to call it, right? But if he gets freaking pinned. It's a loss. It's a loss. You very rarely have people win by knockout, to be blatantly honest, bar that one time a year where everyone meets everyone and then they usually have a last man standing match or something of that nature. But we booked him strong. He beat the crap out of the other guy. But he lost. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I agree. I'm just saying, you know, that's clearly the mindset. He lost. When's Dominic getting in the ring? (sighs) No, he he should stay in NXT. Dominic? You're not talking about Dijakovic. No, I'm talking about Rey Mysterio's little son, who's bigger than him, twice twice bigger. Yeah, it I'd was. Actually, I'd actually believe him doing the sneaky roll-up combination It thing. was hilarious when he actually picked his outfit up and his shoulders and started walking back. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how long they've been doing Do you remember when he was in Lucha Underground, Vampiro was even like, how is he that guy's son? <laughs> <laughs> how does that even happen? <laughs> Mother's side of the family. God, I feel sorry for her. Why? He's a big lad. What is he, 17? Yeah, but 18 he, maybe? Yeah. How old was he when Eddie Guerrero and Ray were fighting over him? <laughs> Five. Five. How long ago was that? A long time. He might be in his 20s. Oh. Anyway, um, is there anything on SmackDown worth, or is there anything left on Raw worth talking about? Uh, SmackDown? We can move to SmackDown. We'll yeah. move to SmackDown. We need to talk about the Bray Wyatt promo as well because I loved it, but we can talk about it on either show because they just run it twice now. I was thinking we might save that to last so that we can leave on a high note because it's so much fun. Okay, yeah, I love that. We uh, There's two high notes we need to leave on because we need to talk about the resurgence of somebody showing up, breaking out of prisons and things oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, well, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, an we, interesting little... That's, that's I'm having a mental breakdown, WWE. Ah. Okay, so um, SmackDown, right. What was worth talking Yay. about on SmackDown? Uh, Kofi Kingston, Kofi Kingston came to... out oblivious to the fact that Kevin Owens murdered everyone last week, <laughs> flinging pancakes around. Until Kevin comes oh, out, Michael and Cole was on SmackDown for some reasons. Because nobody no else idea. is allowed to do interviews in a ring, male wise. That's not true. Corey Graves did it in a ring. In a ring with the champ. I can't remember. Michael Cole special. Maggle. He knows how to say big dog just right. It's the big dog! Oh my god, I actually thought you were after getting Tourette's there for a second. Yeah, well, that's how you have to really, like, you have to kind of channel your inner Tourette's to uh, do a Michael Cole. It's the big dog! So, anyway, yeah, um, SmackDown opens up with Kofi and Ring getting interviewed by Maggle, and then. Don't Kevin forget o- the pancakes. Yeah, throwing pancakes out like nobody's business. Kevin Owens Kevin comes, Owens out, comes out, um, Then Xavier Woods comes out to try and jump Kevin Owens and gets and a then super Kevin kick Owens, to the face. They say it's a super kick, but he mule kicked him clean in the mush. Buff, that was it. Nothing pretty about it. I don't think he even turned his hips. It was literally just like a straight back kick directly into the face. My foot, your yeah. face. I actually felt bad for Xavier Woods. I was like, there was full connection with that. I was like, ooh. <laughs> uh, ooh. Yeah, yeah. So that was a fun way to start off the show. Yeah. Um, There's more strange Alistair Black promos that I'm, I'm actually starting to get very, 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 very worried about what they're doing with him. Well, I have a theory. It's, it's like it's like they're repackaging him, but as himself. Yeah. In a suit. Yeah. I don't know. I um, suit and tie walking he's, around. He's starting to. Those promos are getting very long, and the reason the Alistair Black promos used to work were they were short and snappy. He used to show up. There was some candlelight. There was some smoke. There was a man fading through the smoke. Then he went, you did insert random thing to me. I'm the most dangerous man in NXT and I'm going to do insert random thing to you and then you're going to fade to black. And then... That was it. 
Yeah, but they sure. don't. Have, they have no idea who they're booking him against. So rather than just not having him on because they don't know what to do with him, they're just doing give him the pros. clones. Give him the clones. The two of them. Oh, the clones. I thought you said the clones. I was trying to think no. who you were thinking. Give of. him the clones as well. That'd be great. Alistair Black against Six Shanes. Oh no, they're all dead. That's what I had to keep moving on. It'd be like that one. bit in the Matrix, you know, when Neo gets jumped by all of the uh, agents. Ah. Bundle, boil on. <laughs> mine, 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 mine. Possibly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm getting a bit worried about it. Yeah. I'm reserving judgment in the, uh, until I see the product roll out back down to the ring, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I am getting a little bit. Um, I suppose I might as well address the SmackDown side of the money in the bank equation. Yes. Yes. Now, to be fair, I'm actually a hell of a lot more enthusiastic Thank God for the SmackDown yeah. entrance. <laughs> now, it's also where I'm going to be able to pull my winner from this one, I think. Because let us not forget that um, WWE have, it's been basically said that they want to try and make, they've botched Money in the Bank the last few years. So they they want to really make something of the winner this year. Which is why out of the four contestants, Andrade, Finn Balor, Randy Orton and Ali, I think it's going to be Ali. Do Do you notice how they, how, I know they kind of carbon copy shows a lot, but do you notice how the men's Smackdown reflection site of Money in the Bank is literally a mirror image? Of Raw's. Well, not Raw, you got one flippy dude and three massive hunks of meat. SmackDown, three flippy dudes, one massive hunk of meat. Randy Orton? Yeah. Comparatively. So it ends up being four massive dudes, yeah. four flippy dudes. Yeah. Equal balance. And like I said, I think Ali's going to be the flippy dude that takes it. Do you? What happened when they tried to build him the last time? He got broken. They owe him a build. They owe him nothing. You don't get. Like, it's WWE. Yes, it, it, I know. Unfortunately, hey. you got injured, bro. It's not my fault you got broke. Uh, kind of is, actually. But the, that Okay, aside. let me rephrase, right? Well, the COVID- They intended to build up Ali as being their underdog thing. It went, to, it went aside, so they ran with Kofi, and that worked out spectacularly. However, with that in mind, and since they've stated that they want to try and make something of the money in the bank thing... I think it's going to be Andrade. Because Fox are looking for some Spanish representation on the show. It's one of the reasons you got brought back to SmackDown, specifically. Got brought yeah. back to SmackDown. That and the fact that they had also somehow managed in payroll to not notice that they split a married couple up. Yeah. <laughs> Which they rectified Whoops. two, three. Oh, no, wait, no, sorry. That was fine because they were all on Raw. They ended up moving Black over to SmackDown to accommodate that. Yeah, and then realized, whoops. No. Andra- Andrade and Selena Vega moved in... The, the, the shake-up, right? Yeah, but you would have Blacking. had Alistair and you, until the shake-up, you would have had Black on both Raw and SmackDown anyway, so that's... Yeah, but after the... the he was initially... Drafted to SmackDown. Drafted to Raw. In, when, in the shake-up, him and Ricochet were in Raw. They were bouncing around until the shake-up. Until then, the shake-up, but in the shake-up... Ricochet was on Raw and he was on SmackDown. No, his graphic was in Raw. He went moved to SmackDown the week after when Vega and Andrade moved back. Uh, whatever. I just I think it's Andrade. Okay, fair enough. That's all um, it is. God, I hope it's well. I I, I hope it's unless it's either Ricochet or anyone from SmackDown. You see, or, you see, I, I wouldn't. It's a weird thing. I wouldn't mind seeing Drew win it. Me, yeah, it, man, he'd be bloody good with that briefcase. Yeah, if you if he didn't have if he didn't cash in on the night and you have him walking around doing some mental shit with the briefcase and torturing people mentally and stuff. I'll be honest, it's just the way that the way that the that that the the notion was going around that they're going to try and build the winner from this one properly. Yeah, kind of, I, I think whenever it's going to be Andrade. When, whenever they're they're on about doing something like that, you kind of get the impression they're going to go for the smallest person and literally build up oh, crowd reaction get them behind them Did like what they tried to do with, with Ali originally but yeah, which ended up I, moving I, out to Kofi I, I do think because of the Fox move coming soon we're just going to move this over Oops. I think so. sorry uh, I think with the Fox moves coming soon it's going to be Andrade hmm. and he's going to get the push or whatever although as I said Drew would be very good did you see uh, unrelated news not unrelated because it's still WWE did you see Goldberg's out of retirement for the Saudi show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So is Brock Lesnar. Is he? Oh, it's him and Goldberg again, is it? 
They announced a bunch of people for that thing. Undertaker, Brock Lesnar, Goldberg. Money! <laughs> Literally, when I saw Goldberg, that was the only thing that went through my head. I was like, oh, God almighty, I wonder how much money got stuck at the end of that now. Because I thought he was, that was it, I'm done now. Yeah, but like Brock Lesnar, which means he turned down UFC. No, uh, he's matching my, when, when's the Saudi show? Plus, there's also the fact that apparently Dana White said that Brock said he's done. In UFC? I missed all of this UFC side of things. I've been so busy watching the wrestling shit. Yeah, it was something that got basically that I spotted this morning. Yeah, so he... I'd say he didn't pass a test. Or he was doing it all so that he could get more... Money! Which apparently he has gotten, which means terrible news for WWE fans, as far as I'm concerned. No, I'd say he's, I'd say he's just doing the Saudi show. We say that now, and then three years later, we're looking at Brock Lesnar once again holding on to that shagging belt and only making an appearance once when the moon is in the right ascension and the blood of his enemies flows. Well, you see, you have to remember that. You have to remember if him being able to just up and f off to UFC isn't uh, an option on the table anymore. Vince has got a lot of power back. He does. He does. Because it's kind of like, no, you actually have to show up, dude, because you. Now, now that you can't walk off and get paid more from someone. Unless he's already worked it into his contract. Or, or unless he's going to AEW. Brock Lesnar's AEW confirmed. But think about it. All he had to do was convince him that he's going to UFC long enough for him to work his contract out that he can do whatever the hell he wants, whenever the hell he wants, without... I'm sure his contract got signed WrestleMania. The which? He's new. The contract that he's on. For WWE? Yeah, got signed at re-signed at Wrestlemania do you remember when he came back out of nowhere when we all thought he was going to lose and he retained yeah he's still on the same contract since so alright great anyway um, <laughs> I'm fucking sick and see, sick of seeing him to be perfectly honest well we don't to look whoa let the, me be more accurate I'm sick the of Saudi seeing shows, dude we, you can't take you have to look at the Saudi show like a gateway in time it's like walking back to the 90s. That's what the Saudi shows are, are. Do you know what I mean? Undertaker's there. Goldberg's fucking there. They'll probably dig up Paul Bearer or something. I don't know. Um, you know, they just redo the 90s in it. So Brock Lesnar being on that card doesn't reflect him being back back. But it's the same as, that's like saying Goldberg's back. We're going to be seeing loads of Goldberg now. Hmm. Yeah, but there's a difference. Goldberg shows up. I was going to say Goldberg is happy to come into the ring if he's getting paid or whatever. The difference is Brock Lesnar is actually looking to like fucking hurt people and do stuff on his terms. Yeah. As opposed to Goldberg who's happy enough not to do anything because he's happy and retired and oh look, great big paycheck. Well, when you put it that way, money. come out and do this and then go back again. Money, 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 money. Anyway, I'm getting, money. Back, getting back to Raw and SmackDown. I suppose we might as well get on to the women's side of the money in the bank thing. Yeah. Um, we had Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Bailey, and Ember Moon. Yeah, yeah, all announced. Um, no, no sorry, you have Mandy Rose, Bailey, Ember Moon, Carmella. Oh, I thought Sonya Deville was just back patting. She was like, "You deserved it." I don't know. I can't even remember because we're friends again. <laughs> okay, um, you got a friend in me. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine, be grand. I'm not in any way hyped up for this no, at all. It's, it, I won't lie to you, it seems like a terrible lady's money in the bank. Yeah. Ember Moon, she's the only one I, I'm like, she's going to do well on some ladders. Yeah. I suppose I'd like to see Bailey win. I wouldn't mind seeing Bailey win. Yeah. Especially with this new mean streak she's got. <laughs> the boss and shelf connection. Um, yeah, I suppose, uh, sorry, it's just thinking about the match is kind of like, yeah, there's nothing really, um, if they, if they let Bailey go Bailey and not the stupid crap that they have her doing the whole time, like NXT Bailey. Yeah. And you let Ember go Ember. And that'll be good Natalia knows her way around money in the bank and ladder matches enough that like, she's definitely going to be able to put some cool spots in 
Alexa Bliss, I, I'm not too sure about Alexa Bliss because I actually don't, I don't know what her, they only seem to roll her out for matches here and there. I think it's because of the, wasn't it? Um, she was injured. Yeah, the concussions there a yeah, while back. So I, I, I'm, I don't see her taking any super high spots, possibly. I could be completely wrong. Yeah. So I feel it's going to be mostly down to Bailey. And, sorry, this chair just won't fit into the... It's like this thing's taller or something. I don't know. What, it's good. No. This thing's going back further. I'm not exactly sure what's going on. Anyway, um, <coughs> sticking with the women's division, I suppose, um, Becky Lynch clone occurrences where we had on Raw, Lacey Evans jumping her and then on SmackDown, Charlotte jumping her after oh, a match with... Sorry, clone occurrences threw me off there a minute. I, I was like, was she fighting chains? No. How did I move? Because you're dragging, not lifting. Anyway, um, the yeah, so you had Becky Lynch getting jumped by Lacey Evans on Raw and then getting jumped by Charlotte after a match with Bailey on SmackDown. Yeah, where Charlotte kicked her in the face with the biggest pair of heels I could possibly imagine. Yeah. They were chunky. <laughs> Those kind of boot heels, I can't... Um, what do you think? Is Becky going to be keeping her Becky two belts after Money in the Bank? Or God, I hope so. I hope she keeps the SmackDown belt at least. No, I hope she keeps the Raw belt at least. But if, if she loses a SmackDown, it goes back to Charlotte Flair. No. There's lots of other women there, dude. It, if it, she's it, in a match against Charlotte Flair at Money in the Bank. And she's in a match against oh, yeah, yeah, Lacey yeah, yeah, Evans yeah. at Money in the Bank. She's um, got two matches. I, I hope... I don't know, because every time Charlotte Flair gets thrown in the mix, it makes it very, 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 very hard to judge what's going to happen. I think it'll depend on which match is on first. I'd say... Becky versus Lacey is probably first and then Becky versus Charlotte. I would, I don't know, I would hope they wouldn't break up the two belts thing so quick because I mean, it's kind of stupid having happened if you're not going to have her hold it for a while. Because the gods know WWE haven't done stupid things when they had the perfect opportunity to let stuff run for a bit longer. I'm perfectly Or vice versa. Kevin Owens heel turn. They do need to kind of liven up her um, promo stuff a little bit. It's getting very repetitive now. Yeah, I think it's just because they have her out in the ring doing the, you know, the on the spot. Mic. Same promo, two nights back to back. Yeah, it's... Uh, it seems a little bit more natural when she's caught backstage or when she's in the middle of doing something or something like that rather than just coming out to the ring for the sake of it. So, yeah, it's... Although... Interesting um, stuff happening in the ring due to the Hardys being broken. Mm. But um, boom, literally this time, um, they had to give up. The, I thought I'd get a better reaction out of you with that one. Anyway. I missed it. Oh. Okay, fine. Um, because Jeff Hardy's leg is completely bollocksed. Yeah, he's out till twenty twenty, from the looks of it. Yeah, proper leg surgery needed, and they have to vacate the belts. And it's cool that they credited it to Lars Sullivan, who then came out. Well, it makes sense. Yeah. Opposed to what actually happened. What was it that actually happened? It was just multiple stuff, wasn't it? No, there was a match. Didn't Jeff tweak his knee in a match recently? Yeah. When they were when they were winning the belts or something like that, there was something where he tweaked his knee. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember off the Neither top of my head. Neither can I, but, um, but yeah, Lars, like they, they, they say that Lars is the one that broke them, so naturally Lars comes out and decides he's going to break them again. Uh, I'm going to break the other brother. Bruh. So then yeah, our truth came out to try and save the two of them Here and went I to hit him with a chair. The day. And then Lars just literally punched the chair back into his face. Yeah, and then freak <laughs> accident and power bomb. And I really think we're going to be getting our truth versus Lars Sullivan at Money in the Bank. Mm. I don't know. I'm kind of looking forward to it. I like truth. I think if they do it right, but well, then why are you looking forward to it? He's going to get murdered. Because I think if they do it right, and the right way for it to do it is for our troop to turn around and go, you know what? I don't stand a chance against you in a regular match, so let's make this a street fight. He can bring weapons. They might help him. So can Lars. Lars is a weapon. I know. <laughs> but when a guy, because we've seen him do it in NXT, can pick up a fucking set of ring steps and throw them around like it's a chair. Yeah. That's a stupid decision to make. Yeah, let me... Uh, You've that, that's that's like oh uh, you're bigger and stronger than me so I want to be locked in a steel cage. How's that going to help? <laughs> All depends on what you have to use against him. I it, I literally can't think of a freaking thing under the ring that will work on him. Not a not a thing. Side of a chair, back of the knee. 
He hit him in the head with a chair fucking two weeks ago. He didn't even. His head is made out of concrete. I, I would imagine. Larry Sullivan I would imagine could be hit with a car in the head. I would imagine so. So imagine so what all anatomy, the so imagine what the all knee, the rest of his bones are made of. It's not about bones. It's about how they're attached. Mm, I don't know. I, I that is a stupid decision in my opinion. I feel. Mm. I think it would be good. Um, other interesting matches that got announced in Raw and SmackDown is The Miz getting into a steel cage match against Shane McMahon, which he responded to by tweet saying, yeah, sure, I'll do it. I'll potato you yeah. the same way well, he interrupted your dad. It. He interrupted Miz TV on Raw. Yeah. Um, yeah. Shane's in two feuds now. And finally, I suppose we might as well move on to the one thing that was actually, oh yeah, two feuds he's in against Roman Reigns on SmackDown in the F. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the Miz thing. <sighs> I, I'd, I'd lost track with the shake-up, so I thought Miz was just on Raw that day, especially when I saw Shane, and then I saw the thing with Roman, and I was like, oh, yeah, mm. Miz moved. I completely forgot about that. I completely forgot about the fact that on SmackDown, Shane comes out and sticks Roman in a handicap <laughs> match against the B team with Elias as the enforcer, and then it's just... The ref. <sighs> I thought he was the enforcer, as opposed to... He's in black and white shirt. Yeah. Anyway, it was just... Boring, humdrum, and then the usual bit of, oh, Roman's finally... A lot of rest holes. A <laughs> lot of rest holes. Like, and on God... Sorry, I tell a lie. Not a lot of rest holes. One or two rest holes that went on for freaking ages. The ages. One, I think we can happily say between the two of us, probably the one shining ray of light through Raw and SmackDown. Ad break. I was going to say Firefly Family. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Firefly Family. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm loving the Bray character. It's getting it's yeah. getting good. It's it's just and when he when he had the painting and he's kind of looking at it. Let some, me in. Let me in. Oh, I hope I'm telling you, I feel like it's it's like Halloween three season of the witch. I'm not getting Sorry, you happen to be quoting the one Halloween film that I probably like deliberately not bothered like we're like keeping in my brain properly. It's All a great movie. It's just, it's just not a Halloween movie. Which is why I can't remember it properly because I'm um, like me. There's all the kids that buy these masks and the masks have computer chips in them and this song plays, it's like a kiddies theme tune, plays and then it melts their brain and loads of spiders, bugs and maggots start coming out of it. But I feel it's that kind of, it, I'm, I love it. It's so kids TV show but there's so much undertones of sinister in there yeah. and it's brilliant it's totally brilliant you've been a very bad boy Ray Bray not Ray <laughs> I wonder will he come out with the puppets or will he leave them behind I hope he kind of leaves them behind what if what if one of the puppets is his new Mr. Socko were we talking about this last week well if he gets that the mercy the buzzard and uses him as the Mr. Socko for a mandible claw No, I think if they, as long as they keep all that backstage, ah. as long as they keep all that backstage, and oh, I suppose they could do something on stage where they have like puppeteers and things like that. That could be interesting. We'll, we'll have so to wait to see because yeah. he's still in the funhouse at the moment. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, yeah, With that um, nasty witch. Oh, I can't remember her name. Abigail. There we go. Huh. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> hey then. <laughs> But um, yeah, I suppose hopefully they don't ruin it and it'll be fun. And um, well, we figured that since it was the funnest part of Raw and SmackDown, we might as well end our rant about Raw and SmackDown by playing the, the fire. This is the theme. So does that mean that's what he's going to come down to from now on? I don't know, but I figured I'd do my version of what I think the theme yeah, might cause be. Because I'm going to miss the old team. Well, if I'm right, maybe this will be it.
we're back. That was the Bray Wyatt theme. I'm sorry, I botched up the start of that. I thought I'd be able to blend it in better, but I... Okay, anyway. It's hard to blend kids' show with evil... I didn't realise it was on a loop until I heard it and I was going, crap, that's... I, only heard, I didn't notice it until the headphones. Yeah. So well done, that guy. <laughs> okay, so on to NXT this week. Um, oh, man. This was good. NXT started off with... It's always good. I'm out of it. NXT started off with Britain Brawlers uh, tagging up with Humberto Carrillo to take on all three of the Forgotten Sons. Oh, Lord, they're not forgotten anymore. I'll tell you that straight out. Man, that was so much. There was... At one point, you had Humberto Carrillo trying to... Humberto Carrillo was actually given a good run here at um, by the lads. It was yeah. it was cool to see just the way they were able to blend the studs in because you have Larkin and Birch just being violent as fuck the way they normally are and then using Carrillo's agility to their advantage against the Forgotten Sons who are just big, massive brawlers um, until, unfortunately, I suppose, well, Carrillo eventually got grabbed by uh, Riker. There was also a great part where you had Larkin trying to do a flip out of the ropes and you had to wait until Birch had cleared the way and then he kind of just Jumped out, taking out all three of the members of Forgotten Sons and his own guy. Um, yeah, it was just fun. Yeah, and then uh, that finisher. Ooh. The power bombs into the... No. Because um, I like that when they had... Riker um, grabbed two of them in reverse, the reverse headlocks and they both did the double the stomp. stomp. Yeah. I liked the power bombs into the corner into um, Murphy, Riker yeah. and Cutter. There we go. Yeah, it was into Cutter's knees, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was just vicious. Yeah, it was crazy. So eventually Forgotten Sons would take up the win after the, as you said, the double underhook DDT with the stomps. I wouldn't mind seeing Britain Brothers and Humberto Carrillo tagging up again. I thought it was good to... to or Britain uh, Carrillo with anyone works, to be honest. He's bloody great. Yeah. Uh, next He's a little nippy. Hmm. Next up, we had Dominic Dijakovic versus Mansoor. <laughs> He's new, is he? He had been... I'd seen him in a match before, I think, yeah. Um, he's from Saudi Arabia. Um, I have a vague recollection. Didn't he get rolled out at Crown Jewel or something? Do you remember they just had four local wrestlers standing in the ring for a while? Yes! Yeah! But he was in an actual match since, I think. I can't, I can't remember. That's the only in-ring. Some guy, I can't remember who came down and they all ended up attacking yeah. someone. Yeah. But um, anyway, yeah, uh, so Mansoor in against Dominic Dijakovic and to be perfectly honest, after what happened last week, everyone was expecting Dominic Dijakovic to just kick Mansoor's head into the third row. But he didn't because Mansoor is a fast little git and he managed to avoid the kick and then put up a hell of a match that I don't think anyone was expecting. Um, way more of a fight than people thought was yeah. going to be. I loved when um, Dijakovic, he hit him He hit him with an insiguri and he went down on one knee and then he jumped up on his knee and kicked him into the face. Yeah, that I was, was like, cool. Well, I was like, well, well, I was not expecting that. That's good. Unfortunately, the tide turned somewhat when Dijakovic nearly killed Mansoor by throwing him out of the ring. Yeah, over he just the picked top him up and, and just and threw him clean out of the ring. Into the barricade. Yeah, just whoop, out you go. So bad was it that even the crowd was just chanting, please don't die as the match continued. Yeah. And weirdly enough, the mad little bastard managed to kick out of the pin from that too. Yeah. And continued. There was He's actually, resilient. Yeah. Um, Dijakovic would eventually pick up the victory, but it wouldn't be an easy one. Beast your eyes. Yeah. And it's just, it, it's interesting to see um, if they'll give Mansoor more of a push or to see who they might stick him in against next because they had him on NXT UK as well. So it's like twice in the one week. Um, but yeah, decent match out of him. Um, we had a promo backstage involving your friends, your favourites. Your ringtone. It is, yeah, yeah. I actually had a woman in Debenham was asking me about the ringtone. Someone rang me and she was like, what song is that? And I was like, oh, it was a wrestling thing. And I had to tell her what it was. So I'd imagine someone else has a ringtone. She liked the whole shock, the system. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, it was a big, not much of a, was it a big shock or not much of a shock this week when uh, in the middle of the promo? I'll tell you what, not a big shock. It, it basically, on Disputer Era are out saying how they're awesome and they're at the top of their game and everything. And then out of left field, <laughs> Adam Cole goes, even if Roddy dropped the ball last, last week, week, then Roddy has a mental meltdown. Uh, <laughs> Fish has a meltdown on Roddy's side. I'm actually... I, I initially was very worried about the Undisputed Era breakup um, because I didn't want to see them get broken up. And I was like, look, you can just... In fairness, Roddy is, you know, he was placed in, you can remove him out or whatever. But I, it doesn't appear to be 
God. Um, it doesn't appear to be. <laughs> Roddy is the one that would remove because they all seem quite angry at Adam. I don't know because I've seen it happen before whereby you think the group is angry at one guy and then all of a sudden they do the whole reverse and it's the one guy you thought that was that everyone was rooting for or gets jumped and he becomes the face. Yeah. So they could turn Roddy, Roddy face by having Undisputed go at the last second have Fish and O'Reilly side with Bebe and kick Roddy's head off. Don't ever say it like that again. That sounded bad. <laughs> well, I said it the way Gargano said it. Yeah, but he said it in a wah wah kind of way. You <laughs> sounded like you you just called him baby. Mm. I'm just throwing it out there. Okay, fair enough. But um, I'll, I'll be honest. I was kind of half expecting. You know the way their music was playing the whole time. I was kind of expecting the kind of the needle to slip or something. That would have been cool. <laughs> just when the argument starts. No, you can't interrupt that theme tune, dude. Mm. <clears throat> Um, other stuff that happened backstage. That's why it takes me so long to answer the phone to you when you ring. Because <laughs> I'm like, okay, it's definitely going to hang up now. Hello. <laughs> other stuff that happened backstage. We had uh, Mia Yim getting into a confrontation with Bianca Belair. So yeah. that's going to be a match that well, happens that, next that week. Well, that kind of started last week. Because um, Mia Yim kind of called out Belair. Yeah. And then yeah. Belair was basically coming down trying to find out why. Why you got my name in your mouth? Why you got my name in your mouth? I don't know what that means. <laughs> there's there's a lot of things that Americans say that normal people yeah. don't know what it means. Um, <laughs> undefeated. Not. Yeah, there's, yeah. She's got to drop that undefeated thing. Sorry. I, and I hate that she has to, because, God, I love that woman so much. She's brilliant. But, um, yeah, it's it doesn't sound good now. Yeah. You know, it, it sounds a little bit like, that girl's great, great, dude. <laughs> No, uh, I never lost. What are you on about? The, uh, main, <laughs> the main event of NXT this week was Cassius Ono going up against the debuting Kushida. Um, Very happy with this. Yeah, it was. It, good. it wasn't as good as I was expecting. I think that's because Kushida wasn't expecting to get his nose popped near the start of the I match. I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that knee. Yeah, I know they're going on about the, it was something else, but well, no, no, did NJPW, so I'm sure he's aware. <laughs> Yeah, there, the, the, I think there was a, a knee drop from Ono at one point and it just landed square in Kushida's face. Yeah. And then it was exacerbated later on by a front face slam that, that Ono caught him with. And after uh-huh. that, you could see the blood. I'm actually half wondering, did Kushida kind of go, do this and we really get it, you know, kind of like, okay, this is going, do this and we really get it going. And, you know, yeah. for. But then again, there was a, a few of the kicks that Kushida got in there, and you're kind of like, this is for breaking my freaking nose, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Kushida, Kushida kicks hard, dude. He certainly did with that kick to the arm before he went for his, uh, uh, the... You see, you, you don't watch as much... Hoverboard, there we go. You don't watch as much New Japan and Ring of Honor stuff as True. I do. True. So it's it's like that boy kicks. <laughs> True, but I also imagine that there would have been... Well, no, it's NXT. That little Pele kick to the arm he does. Yeah. Like I said, there was the sense that this is what you get for breaking my nose. Kick. Very well could be. Very well could be. Yep. Uh, floats over, ends up putting in the hoverboard, hoverboard. lock. Yep. And picking up the victory in his debut match. So successful debut there for Kushida. Um, on to NXT UK? Yeah. Okay, moving on to NXT UK. I miss his old team tune. Kushida one? Kushida one, yeah. It was just, uh, the new one's a little bit kind of slower or something. The, old, the new Japan one he had was like real lively, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, NXT UK, we had Travis Banks going up against, and like I said, once again, Monsieur. Yeah, he's everywhere. He is. I'd, um, say, I'd say they they have him on the roster now, and they're like, where are we going to stick him? Well, it's also probably because they have the show in Saudi Arabia, so they kind of need to kind of, here's <laughs> our one wrestler from Saudi Arabia, let's show diversity. Should they have Ginger? What do you want about? <laughs> he's Indian. Yeah, and he's from Canada. There's also <laughs> that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Singh brothers, at least they're actually, like, or are they? I, I, I don't know. I, for some reason, I thought they were all from Canada. <laughs> I know Jinder is, but no, I think the Singh brothers are like legit. I think. Um, I think. Anyway, on to the matches. Like I said, Travis Banks versus... Ring in, Singh. Let us know. <laughs> Travis Banks against uh, Monsieur. Once again, second time seeing him this week. Um, good match. Uh, it's, I think because Travis Banks is closer to Monsieur's size, it means that uh, taking out his ferocity, because which, you know, it's... It means that the match was a little bit more even than one would imagine for Dijakovic versus Monsieur, which turned yeah. out to be like... Well, it was a pretty even match as well, to be honest. Yeah, but uh, eventually... Until he picked him up and just tossed him out of the ring. 
Oh, Dijakovic, yeah. yes. That's that's the point in the match where you're like, oh yeah, I forgot he's way bigger than Mansoor. I forgot he does things like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Out you go. Please don't die. Please don't die. Um, he yeah. landed so hard in his knee, dude. His knee and his head hit the bar, hit the, the, the rating as well, I think. Yeah, it was more than knee. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, in this match, though, all he really had to worry about was Travis Banks kicking his head off. Yeah. Which it, is, it, was a very, it was very kicky from Banks this week. It was. It yeah. was. Um, Banks would understandably take the win after, like I said, kicking Monsieur's head off. Yeah. Um, we had a backstage promo from, um, God, why can I can never remember, Amir Jordan and... Oh, Kenny Andrew. Kenny Williams. Kenny Williams. Oh, yeah. Thank you. It's Mark Andrews and Kenny Williams. So I keep yep. getting the two. They're... Yep. Going on about how um, Mark Gibson, how the... Zach Gibson. Zach Gibson and Eli Trick. No, not Eli Trick. <laughs> Eli Trick! Grizzled young vets. <laughs> Good there save, we. bro. Thank you. Thank you. Going on about how grizzled young vets think that they're all this and trying to kick them out of the locker room and they're just annoyed because they know that eventually they'll get their chance and get the victory and get the titles. And yeah, I, I think it'd be a fun match. Yeah, it's going to be good. And they have the whole undefeated, undefeated they streak. Should, they should start to do that. <laughs> Bianca better come over and kick the two of them in the head. That'd be so funny. That'd be a great little... <laughs> just pr- out of nowhere, a door opens, just... <laughs> well, they've been swapping people over and back for random matches here and there. Like, that would actually be a real funny backstage promo. <laughs> yeah, actually. Um, speaking of swapping people back and forth, Rose, uh, Reina Gonzalez, there we go, ha! Was in against Piper Niven. Yeah. Um, which this was great. It was, yeah, because Piper Niven is fast tracked to proving herself to be the most dominant woman on NXT UK, yeah. despite Rhea Ripley's assertions otherwise. I and liked how um, McGuinness pointed out that Gonzalez and Ripley are kind of roughly about the same in size. Yeah. So, because it was like she, now don't get me wrong, Gonzalez put up a bloody good fight in oh, this yeah. as well, but there was points where Piper literally just bullied her around the ring. There was, yeah. yeah. Um, there was a couple of decent stages like that. Yeah, it was. Once again, it was the perfect kind of setup, I suppose, to mm-hmm. kind of give you an idea of what it might be like when Rhea Ripley and yeah. Piper Nevin go up against each other. Yeah. And it was cool to see Reina Gonzalez in a match because while she is signed to NXT, I think we've only seen her in one or two matches over there. It's our May Young Classic. And I still can't get over Casey Catanzaro trying to pin her and, and Reina's leg being the same size as Casey. Yeah. She, yeah, she was the cowboy girl, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. She, she's a little more... She's still cowgirl in this but she was very much more cowboy do, do you know what I mean she was very much more cowboy this is kind of like you mean you, because she came out with the, the, the cowbell and rope yeah oh, okay. she still came out with the cowbell and rope yeah this week no just like the outfit or something like you could tell no, like dude, she always has the chap things no I know she always has the chap things but it's it's just I don't know maybe it was like a different colour or something maybe in the, I can't remember yeah. was she, or maybe she was wearing like kind of cowboy boots that could have been it Possibly. Yeah. Um, the the main event of NXT UK this week. <gasps> oh my ah! word. Walter versus Devlin 3. Oh my gods. This was everything you can imagine it was and more. It was great. It was absolutely fantastic. And there was there was a shotgun blast out of Walter at one point. Every match. What do you want about? Yeah, but in this, like that shotgun blast out of him, and you could see Devlin's face after it, and even the crowd, even me, I, I felt the damn Dude, hit. I, if you've watched their two OTT matches, I'm sure he's well used to getting those chops. <laughs> that doesn't mean taking them makes it any, like, oh. no. Oh. The, one, the one that would have killed me is where he, like, cup hand slapped him on the back when he was sitting on the top rope. Oh, uh, yeah. I was, I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, well, on your back. Now, that being said, Devlin trying some amazing kicks I mean some of the Devlin actually took most of this match yeah did you see the state of Walter's leg the bruising that was coming up from yeah. from. I think it was actually I think it was after one of those kicks that he just turned around and went screw this and just bang yeah 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 you know you can nearly see Walter's face just going oh, I've had enough of this slappy <laughs> choppy choppy slap slaps now there was one kind of botch in it where um, they went for a, top a very well covered botch I will say and the the actual botch itself realistically made sense. Yeah. Do you know De- what I mean? <laughs> Devlin's going for like a off the top rope Devlin side. De- and it kind of, yeah, the Devlin side. Devlin side. And Walter's, just, he's a bit big to be kind of catching from that angle. Yeah. So it just kind of didn't work out. But they went straight into just a standing one and fair play to him for getting him over and into it and just bang. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. It was very well covered. He, he kind of fumbled, fell over. He got up, uh, stuck a couple of quick kicks in again. 
went to go for it. Walter stopped him. Then he gave an unmerciful pull. Walter went up into the air. Devlin nailed it. Walter had hit him with the same move. Yeah. Previously, because he went for it earlier, and Walter pulled him in instead. And yeah. then the same move. This this was just absolute. This was twenty. What was it, about twenty minutes? Maybe it was. Yeah, yeah it was a good long match. This was, Fifteen. This, anyway. Yeah, this was twenty minutes. Twenty fifteen. Twenty minutes of just utter bliss for me. I like it was great from start to finish. Absolutely great match. Yeah. Um. Walter. Uh, Walter would eventually take up the victory. Um. But I think like I definitely see Devlin going up against Devlin versus Walter Part Four, potentially in the future. But in the meanwhile, Pete Dunne came out to announce that he wants his God's damned belt back. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing him, Dunne, and Walter in a match. Triple threat. Boo, boo, boo. That could be an interesting thing. That could be an interesting thing. Okay, um, that pretty much rounds out NXT UK. Briefly before we do our outros, I suppose we might as well talk about the best thing on Twitter this week. Someone's escaped their cage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, literally, Wednesday morning would have been about maybe 6 a.m. or time. Uh, it was about 12 p.m. wherever he was. Mm. A video shows up on Dean Ambrose's Twitter account, which has been since renamed John Moxley. And you see Dean, or John, should I say, <laughs> in a prison, and he just starts busting the walls of the prison. <laughs> and then he busts out of the prison and he smashes some guards, and he wraps some barbed wire, and John Moxley's back. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing about the video is the high production quality level yes. of it. And there's That's, only one other yeah. wrestling company at the moment that can afford promos like that. Yeah. And so, it's AEW. I think it's safe to say... John Moxley to AEW confirmed. Frack, yeah. Because there's loads of little hints... Yeah, you great big nerd. Although I, I would have, <laughs> I would have gotten the dice, but not for the not for the numbers on it. I would have been like, oh yeah, but that'd have been about it for me. I think it's the filmmaker in me because I was like, they're hovering on that numbers for a while, so I paused. Yeah, I'm a dork. Sorry, but <laughs> yeah, everything's it's fun when I get to call somebody a great big nerd. Yeah, everything's adding up to the twenty fifth. Yeah, <sighs> didn't somebody say they wanted a violent fest with Moxley? Jimmy. Oh my God! It's Jimmy Havoc! It's oh my God! It's Jimmy Havoc and John Moxley! What the fuck? That literally just dawned to me. How am I the one that pointed that out to you? Oh my God! Because I completely forgot about it. I thought that you were just so head up with that other dude. Oh my God! What other dude? What? Isn't there another guy in AEW? Joey Janela. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know if Joey Janela's gonna make double or nothing. Because remember, he was, you remember, you, he, remember he's your man. We were talking about. He, himself up oh crap yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah yeah dangly yeah. Yeah. yeah leg leg sorry that was it yeah yeah dangly leg dangly leg <laughs> um okay but with that awesome bit of news i suppose and terrible visual about joy how did leg. i not think of that until now uh i don't know oh my god it's jimmy Havoc and john moxley that's gonna be a freaking bloodbath yeah, that's. I wonder who's gonna. What magazine they're gonna nail to his face? All of them. Oh, I'm getting wrestle talk in here. Clunk. Get WWE magazine in here. Clunk. Oh, definitely pin and Vince's. Pin, oh my God! Imagine he's taped his face to oh him just start God. punching him. That is a spot. AEW, if you're listening, we found the end of the match. <laughs> Not even the end, just the spot for no, it. No, that'd be a great end of the match. Like uh, it's it's a uh, last man standing, hypothetically. Do you know what I mean? He staple guns Vince's face onto it and just punches and punches and punches and punches and punches. Punches and punches, punches and bunches and bunches of punches. Well, with that bit of fantasy booking, I suppose that brings us to the end of this week's show. Thanks, everyone, for listening and putting up with us, as always. Um, thanks to Limerick City Community Radio, your city, your station, your voice, your willingness to let us come in and do the show. Um, if you want to hear more of myself and The Dangerous One, you can catch us every Sunday where we do our horror podcast on Facebook, YouTube, and a bunch of other places, which is called The Gorecast. This week, we are going to be com- covering some screeners. Screeners. Which should be fun. Yeah. Uh, in the meanwhile... Don't we- forget to uh, go follow us on Spotify and all of those things and give us oh, a yeah, share and a like. Oh, yeah, we're on Spotify now. I forgot about that. Yes, we're on Spotify and we're on Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and some other one. I can't remember. There's a lot of them now. Okay. Well, we and should... Gorecast is going on Spotify now as well. Yay! Well, we should be back uh, here, same wrestling time, same wrestling station next week. But for now, um, to play us out, oh, uh, I suppose, yeah, 
Um, Kushido's new theme song isn't really that long, but we figure we might as well do something else for 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 his arrival in NXT. So I hope you all appreciate. I think it's very it. apt. Yeah. So I'm the Giz saying uh, bye bye. Going back in time, Johnny. Goodbye. We'll see you all next week. Bye.